everyone. This is April. And this is Jill. Thanks so much for joining us on Historical Fiction Obsessed. As the name implies, we both totally love historical fiction. So when Jill had the brilliant idea of doing the podcast where we get to talk about something we both love, I was totally excited. And better yet, now we get to watch movies, hang out, and talk all things I absolutely love, by the way. And if our husbands happen to complain, which you know they will, yep, <laughs> about how much time we hang out, we just say, sorry, we're working. But in all seriousness, we're both totally excited to share our love of historical fiction with others, and we'll be reviewing and talking about books, movies, and TV shows. And now Jill is going to talk a little bit about how that's going to look. Yes, we will. But before I do talk about that, can we also go back to the fact that you call me brilliant right out of the gate? <laughs> I'm loving this. Yes, I do. All right, folks. Welcome to our podcast. This is Historical Fiction Obsessed. And as April let you know, we are going to be reviewing books TV shows, uh, and movies that are in the historical fiction genre. So the way that this is going to look is once a month, we will release a book review, which we're very excited about. We want to give you all and ourselves 30 days to be able to read through the books because that's realistic, let's face it. Mm -hmm. And then second to that, every other week we are going to be releasing a podcast episode that relates to a movie or a TV show, a series or episode. So we're very excited and we want to say welcome and jump right in. That's right. Let's get started. So, for our very first historical fiction review, we decided to do the movie Redeeming Love, which happens to be based on a book by one of my favorite authors of all time, Francine Rivers. I read the book a long time ago, I'm not going to tell you just how long, and was so excited to see that they made it into a movie. So, Francine wrote Redeeming Love in 1991, just to give you guys kind of a little brief history on it, and it is loosely based on the story of a prophet in the Bible named Hosea. That God tells to marry a prostitute. Yes, I'm sorry. I have to say that word. Can we say prostitute? <laughs> I guess we are. All right. <laughs> so that through Hosea's life, he can show his people how even when they are unfaithful and turn away, he still loves them and redeems them. The timeline is the 1850s during the gold rush and the setting is Paradise, California. And now I'm going to give it over to Jill and she's going to tell you a little bit about the gold rush. All right. So the gold rush was during 1848 to approximately 1855 where there was a rapid influx of fortune seekers headed to California to strike it rich. It was very much a present day, let's get rich quick scheme, uh, much like YouTube was mm -hmm. in 2005. And you know about that, April. Well, kind of, maybe. <laughs> Uh, no side shade, I promise. Uh, so 300,000 folks headed out across a very dangerous trail from the, at that time to face and brave the elements. Uh, and we're talking snakes, bandits, robbers, all kinds of real bad characters. Mm -hmm. uh, they hitched up everything that they owned, bought some gold mining equipment and hitched it out to California where sadly a very small percentage struck it rich. And a lot died. And a lot died. And actually got poorer. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Much like YouTube. Again. Exactly. What can we say? <laughs> they lived and they learned well. Yep. Okay. So jumping into the plot of the movie, this is going to be a really high level overview because the first part of this podcast is going to not release spoilers, um, but we will give a spoiler alert a little bit later. So if you have not seen the movie, we will make sure to disclose after this point, we are going to be sharing the ending and going a little bit more into depth on our thoughts and giving away some, some subplots and spoilers there too. So um, for this portion, we're really just going to go over a high level of what the plot was. And that is a story about, I don't think there's any great way to say this, a prostitute. <laughs> yes. We went back and forth. Yeah. For like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. What, I don't know what we – do you want to tell them some of the names we Oh, gosh. She threw out there? said no to the Soiled Dove idea that I had. I got it from a book a long time ago, and she's like, uh, no, we're not. Soiled Dove? <laughs> I I mean, folks, I don't – we can't go anywhere with that. No. <laughs> Next. Fallen Woman. Nope. That was from another book. Okay. Sorry. Um, Lady of the Night. But her job's during the day, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we So, we're go going with, with – prostitute. All right. So the story is told through the eyes of a prostitute named Angel. Um, and the main, the other male lead is Michael Hosea. And he is a 
very good looking male lead. So good work there. Whoever <laughs> did that casting, good work, ladies. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but he ends up falling in love with this woman who at the time is uh, a prostitute and in the context of the story and the timeline from a historical point of view, that really didn't happen. Men did not marry yeah. women that were in that line of work during that time. Yeah. In fact, it was just so looked down non upon, yeah, non-traditional, looked down upon. Um, and we'll get into the relationship barriers that he and, and Angel actually came across as they um, – got closer because of her line of work. So that's the overall plot of the movie. Again, we're not going to go heavy right now into spoilers um, because if you haven't watched the movie, we want you to go ahead and watch it and we definitely want your feedback. But we're going to jump right now into character development as our first talk point. So go mm -hmm. ahead, April. What did, what did you think about the characters? I thought they did a really great job. As I had mentioned, I had read the book eons ago and it's a very thick book <laughs> if no yeah. one has read it. And so condensing something that long into something that's only about two hours, 15 minutes ish is hard. Yeah. And to really get that point across. And also like I was watching something the author was talking about too, when you can, you know, write all this cool stuff and fill it all in. And then you have to all of a sudden just have this one scene. Yeah. And that's really hard. So tough. So I really feel like they did a great job, great job picking the actors, actresses. as she mentioned, totally. <laughs> that Tom Lewis is hot. I mean, I can't, I have in my notes, if <laughs> like you look at our notes, folks, her, <laughs> April's are so well written around and articulate around character development. I have in my notes that Michael Jose is hot <laughs> and that's it. So I just wanted to touch on that. That's right. And that's really great. <laughs> on my side, I didn't think it was just great because he was hot. I thought that he did really well at portraying the love. Yeah. That was really what this movie was about. The whole redeeming love and being able to get that point across. And another yeah. thing I super liked was that they kind of went back and forth from the past to the present. And they as did. Angel kind of shares her story. So you don't get the entirety of the picture right away. It's like one piece at a time. And it kind of is like a puzzle falling into place. And we realize all the trauma and the stuff. Because I know one thing Jill was like, and one of the first scenes was like, geez, she's rude. <laughs> and I'm like, I'd read the book. So I knew like where she was coming from and how hurt she was and all the walls that she had to build to yeah. get there. But with, you know, other people's perception of this, like when, if you guys watch the movie, you're going to see like, she was not a nice She person. was so rude. And she was, but it was like, she had to be that yeah. and do that. It was like her armor. It was like, you know, a hurt animal, how they're, how they're going to just kind of lash out. And so that's how she had to be. But, you know, I really think that Abigail Cowan did an amazing job of doing that and showing that and portraying that. I do too. I think what the movie, I have not read the book. So you've read the book, mm -hmm. which gives us a really different perspective, which is great. I came into the movie as a first line movie reviewer mm -hmm. and I felt that the movie did a great job moving us from introducing these characters and who they are today. Mm -hmm. And then to your point, developing mm -hmm. what kind of developing the story, what happened, yes. why are they the, the way, they way are. that they are mm -hmm. today? Why current state are we seeing this manifested in their personalities? And I think it, they did such a great job with that. I was so invested. I was invested at three minutes when <laughs> yes. he entered the scene. <laughs> of course. I was very invested, folks. I can say that. I'm married happily, but I mean, my husband thought he was but a we good got dude too. Yeah. We, we got eyes. That's just what it is. Um, but I think they did a great job there too. Yeah, I agree. All right. So we're going to jump right in to Themes Visited. We do want to let you guys know, if you're going to go watch this, that there is some physical abuse in it, but there's also unconditional love and redemption. So it shows the brutal parts of life, but how even those brutal hard parts can be turned for good if we let them. And I really did like that about it. I mean, we were crying part of the way into the movie. I was ugly yeah. crying. I <laughs> looked over at one point to April because we do watch parties and mm -hmm. we write 15 pages of notes on this. And I look over and I think you were ugly crying. Yes. And then I was very much ugly crying. So there's some real tough scenes in this movie. There is. Yeah. Um, but I loved, and there is, I think we do need to mention if you are going to watch this and you have little ones with little eyes and little ears, there's some uh, very tough scenes mm -hmm. when it comes to physical abuse, child abuse. Um, there's also some very uh, hard to watch 
scenes around intimacy. There's some mm-hmm. great scenes around intimacy. There's also some really hard to watch scenes around intimacy yeah. where it's obviously non-consensual. And um, we just want to let you know as a disclaimer before watching that, that it could be a trigger for you. Um, yes. And that if you have little ones or someone who you don't necessarily want watching that kind of content, that that's in there. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, that they did it because they wanted to be real. Yeah. I appreciated um, that. Yeah. I know some people, they might be offended by that. We took it kind of in a different way of like, again, how can God turn anything for yeah. good? And so was it hard? Yeah. But there's people living that life. Yeah. And, you know, so we can't sugarcoat these things, honestly, in my opinion. No. And so like I had written in my notes, you know, that it does, it delves into the darkest parts of human nature and what evil we are all capable of, but it also shows how love and forgiveness really can change everything. And I really love it. Yeah. I think it did a great job also showing the grittiness of the time. Yeah. It didn't, you know how you jump oh. into those movies and everybody's made up and the stage <laughs> looks great. And you're yes. literally thinking, how? You didn't no. bathe for most yeah. of the week. No. How do you look that good? Um, because they try and... It's contextualize yeah. over and put mm-hmm. it into Nally. how we would modernize it. Yes. That's just not the truth, folks. No. They didn't bathe. They didn't <laughs> brush their teeth. There was no dental hygiene. No. It was a real raw, gritty, hard time. And I think this movie did a great job showing us that, but also not making that the focal point of the right. movie either, where you're just like, oh my God. Yeah, it kind of grows down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't handle this physically. <laughs> um, so they, they kind of Mm-hmm. kept that in line and made the focal point, the themes that were taking away from the movie. I loved that too. I did too. Cause yeah, I actually will shut movies off sometimes. I'm like, this is just so not real. It's not. It's so cheesy too. It is. So I Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. Would you watch this? Okay. I know you're not going to watch it with your kids, but mm-hmm. would you watch this with your parents? Uh, my specific parents? No. <laughs> I, I would not. not. I would not. There were a few scenes that, like I said, even I was a little bit kind of uncomfortable watching it with you. Uh, it was very weird in some parts. <laughs> so, I looked over and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are oh, you, like should we skip over this? You are know? you okay? And we flipped through it, you know. I mean, I paused risky. it. I paused yeah. it. My part when I watched it <laughs> by myself afterwards. But during the time, it was a little awkward. Yeah. And so, yeah, with parents, maybe not so much. No. I said the same thing. I have in my notes that I would not watch yeah. it with my mother. It's very no. weird. Yes. And I mean, I put in my notes that, you know, I would definitely be uncomfortable Me too. with mine. Okay. So I think the the bottom line there is it depends on the type of parent, mm-hmm. but maybe not watching it with those that are a little bit more conservative. Yes. Okay. All right, so that about wraps it up for this little part where we're not going to go in too deep for all of you, but we just want to tell you where you can watch it. Yep, so you can get it right now on Peacock uh, premium subscription. You can also get it on Pure Flix premium subscription, and then you can purchase it pretty much anywhere where you're streaming movies right now. It's about, it's $20 right now. Um, That price obviously could change, but Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you, so... I think maybe we tell them before you spend the money. Did we ultimately rate it stutter or a dud? And before we do, <laughs> April and I do not share our opinions on the movie. Mm-hmm. So I have not heard what your final rating of this is going to be. You haven't heard mine. Right. So I will go first. Okay. And I would say it is a stud. Okay. We match. <laughs> I said stud too. I liked it. Like I said, there were parts of it that were hard to watch, but the overall storyline it really was great. Agree. I think we're going to end to April's point this portion because we're going to jump into some serious spoilers and give away the ending. But um, if you have not seen it and you want to know if this is something that you should spend your money on because we all know we're on a budget, mm-hmm. I would say absolutely yeah. It's going to be two hours and 15 minutes of a really good story for you. You're going to mm-hmm. ugly cry. Yeah. And laugh. <laughs> and laugh. And you get some – visuals of great (laughs) looking characters just adding that so i'll leave you with that folks and for those of you that want to catch some more in depth join us right now okay april do we want to jump into what's going to be my favorite part which is the second part of this in the spoilers the subplots the plots we're going to delve real deep and we're going to reveal the ending too so if Mm -hmm. you've already seen the movie this is going to be 
just an area where we're talking about um, the movie a lot more in depth because mm-hmm. we can give away the details now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she actually had to stop me and we had to go cut something out because I started giving a little bit too much. We did. If <laughs> We also need to talk about editing because I feel like you never have to be edited and I outrageously have to be edited. Not so <laughs> because April will look at me and give me a look like, I don't think you can say that. And so then we <laughs> cut and we edit. Just to, just the behind the scenes, behind the curtain sneak peek. That's right. <laughs> All right. So delving into part two, mm-hmm. what do we want to talk about first? There's so much that I have. Yeah. So you go ahead because I'm having a blank slate moment right now. Okay, so I think the story, the going deeper into character development where we kind of left off in the first portion, I loved, I didn't love it, it was hard to watch, but I loved how they built Angel's story from Mm -hmm. where she was. We started when she was Sarah, right? They did a bunch of cutbacks, cut twos, Mm -hmm. cutbacks. So we got a lot of her character development and build up really early on, which was great. Um, I thought she was very cruel in the beginning of the movie. I had not read the book, so I did not know. I didn't come into it with your perspective. I just saw that she was very cold, really calculating, Mm -hmm. um, and also a prostitute. So (laughs) So a whole lot of stuff real fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also say that the cut twos – uh, cut from like mm-hmm. the the flashbacks gave us really good detail mm-hmm. around her mother, yes. her early life. She came up against so many trials mm-hmm. and tribulations. I mean, her mom was a mistress to a very rich man mm-hmm. who was just so nasty. He was a jerk and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. I, um, I said that too. Mm-hmm. I he's just we such both a jerk. <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know, it's sad in that era how that could happen and how he could just oh I'm done with you and cut them off we didn't get and, the story about you know, why she was a mistress did the book talk i'm sure about it that? did i it's been years so that's hazy if i had more time i would so love to go and read the book what again. are you talking and, about and you so, don't work so <laughs> oh, I, <don't> <laughs> I only work full-time and had two kids thank you <laughs> so, just kidding someday we might actually go and read the book again yeah but i'm sure they would give more in-depth detail of why yeah i I'm assuming. I mean, it kind of seemed from the movie that she had it kind of fallen like in love. It seemed like her mom was in love. Yeah. It seems like yeah. they were in love. And then kind of went down the bad path. I mean, that did happen. She a got lot. pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, and then he absolutely already had a wife and children. Yep. So having a mistress was fun until, until it was not fun. Mm-hmm. And somebody got pregnant. Yep. And then he wanted her to have an abortion. And she said no. She raised a child, and as long as she kind of kept it in the background, yeah, she kept it okay. in secret, kind of, yeah, yeah. And then at that last scene, really before he cut her off, it seemed like she was trying to get him to kind of accept Sarah as, yeah. you know, his child. And he's like, "I have legitimate children. I don't need this illegitimate child." Exactly. And that was yeah. just so sad. And then she heard it, and how the soul wounds that you have as a child hearing that your dad didn't care and all these things that you thought were from him all these gifts and stuff were actually gifts that he had given to because her mother was giving mm-hmm. her gifts on from on behalf dad. of him yeah. he never gave those gifts no, to her he, he didn't recognize her mom yeah or her mom sorry yeah yeah that was hurtful very yeah and and then just having to feel the pain of your mom as she is thrown out and all those things and then the choices that her mom had to make can you imagine no and I think we need to really go deep into so backing this up against the time period mm-hmm. and historical nonfiction in reality mm-hmm. during, I think it was 1848 through 1855, right before we entered the period of the civil war I'm, and even beyond women had very limited, if oh. any career options. Yeah. So I know that the modern woman today, um, hashtag mm-hmm. we're awesome. We're working. <laughs> um, we have a lot of career mm-hmm choices. We have career paths. We're seeing so many more women enter the workforce. We're also seeing them take on leadership roles, which is amazing. That did not exist in 1848, 1855, between that time period. We all know it wouldn't exist for a long time. Women did not have the right Mm -hmm. to vote. They did not have career um, opportunities, the same as we have today. And even after the Civil War, because the Civil War period was really a time where women started 
um, entering careers. I don't want to say they were predominantly in nurturing careers, but they really, they really were. That's the role that they took on is if they did have a career, it was volunteer work at a charity organization. Mm -hmm. It was raising funds and awareness. We saw the development of the Red Cross. We saw nursing um, come into play during the Civil War. We also saw women entering the workforce as governesses, Mm -hmm. educators, teachers. So it was really about caretaking, which were the mm-hmm. very limited career paths that they yes. had then. And so, I mean, what we know today, going back to the story and out of reality right. now, uh, we just we just took a path. That's right. Uh, going back to what we're talking about, um, she had no other options. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had she had been a mistress, which, from a societal yeah. standpoint, wasn't great. No, she wasn't. And you needed recognized. references, even yep. to work as a servant back then. You yeah. needed references from a good house. So, you cannot get a job. Yeah. So it's not just like now where we can go get a job at Burger yeah. King or something. It wasn't like that. And so the devastation of being thrown out by this person that you loved and gave up everything for. Right. And now you have a daughter that's depending on you. And that scene just broke my heart. And when, not being recognized by yeah. society. You were a mistress. Yeah. You weren't yeah. recognized as legitimate. Mm-hmm. And now coupled with the fact that you have no means to make Mm -hmm. income so she turned to prostitution as well Mm -hmm. yeah that's so hard I know and it does break your heart and then you know her daughter having to see that and then her mother eventually getting sick and dying yeah her mom died it's a lot of heavy stuff in the beginning of this movie but I mean it's things that people do deal with on a daily basis even now and so I think they did a really good job of Kind of weaving that all together. I did too. And showing us in such a short time, like, why she is the way she is. Yeah. I think, okay, so moving on. So her mom dies, right? Mm -hmm. We're putting the pieces together on who she is, current Mm -hmm. state. We're developing her. Next chapter in her life is being betrayed, essentially, by a family friend. So do we want to talk about that? That's uh, trigger warning. (laughs) There is going to be some abuse that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I just want to let all of you HFO. Like how I did that historical That's fiction right. says listeners. <laughs> I want to let you who are new to the family know that there is going to be um, conversation about abuse. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a could be a trigger for you. We just want to let you know that mm-hmm. that's the next talk point that we're going to go over. So April, take us through what happened once she met the family friend. So that was hard. And I don't even know, was it a family friend or was it her mom's pimp? Well, they gave us – he called of, himself yeah. uncle, didn't he? So they – I, I don't know. I don't know either. I was kind of confused on that whole thing. But either way – I took it as going, literal uncle. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone selling you, no yeah. matter who it was, was just horrible. And that's basically what happened. So he takes her somewhere. He gets her all dolled up. And the next thing she knows, she's in a brothel. And she's eight. And she's eight years old. Yeah. I mean – I'm and just like crying. the man that she's sold to – I know you were crying mm-hmm. at that point. I had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> So I'm still good. vaguely remembered. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's sold to Mm -hmm. this brutal brutal man called, Mm -hmm. what was his name? Duke. Duke. And he's the owner of this brothel. Can we side note Duke? For the listeners out there, Duke is, if you are a Grey's Anatomy (laughs) fan, Duke is Dr. McSteamy. Mm -hmm. So he's a creep and a half, (laughs) disgusting man in this movie. But just for the folks that yes. are watching, yes, he's also visually appealing. He's yes. from Grey's Anatomy. I noticed him right away. <laughs> and he's okay. still hot. Cut to. He's still hot. <laughs> Cut to. Yeah. So he ends up having the guy that brought Angel in. Yeah. Which she was Sarah at the time. And he had him kill this guy right in front of her. Yeah. That and was made her, crazy. Yeah. Made her watch. She couldn't turn away. And it was just devastating. And then he basically threatens her. He starts grooming her. And grooming her. For abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really sad thing that, I mean, this does happen yeah. to people. And so it brings that to life, which it was definitely not easy to watch, but it is something that happens to people now, even all over the world. Yeah. So that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in the brothel now. Mm-hmm. And now she turns, I think, 16. Something. And she's fully fledged uh into forced prostitution. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't even imagine how I can't hard. imagine. That is no. a really tough life. Um, coupled with the fact that it sound it looked like the only friend that she had who taught her to read mm-hmm. um, was just caring for her yes. as a mother would because she's still young and her mentality is still young mm-hmm. as well. It was very 
I'm sure I'm not a psychologist. You're mm-hmm. not either. So no. we in no way are, uh, you know, prescribing what mm-hmm. this trauma is doing to her at all. But I think, I mean, if I were going through that, right, there would be a stunting of your development. Mm-hmm. And it's also just creating this very mistrusting attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did get close to mm-hmm. Sally. Sally. Mm-hmm. And then Sally ends up helping her escape. Mm-hmm. And After Sally some hard is- stuff happened. Yeah, which I don't know. Do we want to get no, into that? Th- we a- skip over that part. Yeah. There's there's some real bad uh, abuse scenes mm-hmm. that involve her, uh, you know, father that she never knew coming yeah. back into the picture. There's really yeah. there's some traumatic scenes for her there. there. She decides that's a turning point. She wants yeah. to escape. Which, Sally tries to help her because yeah, you don't really escape a brothel. No, you know, unless not you're dead. A, no because there was a there's a debt. We yep. probably should have. Like, let them know there's a debt mm-hmm. that your – is it a pimp? Your brothel owner? Yeah. Oh, At yeah. the time takes on, mm-hmm. most of these women are coming in with nothing. Mm-hmm. They're now buying them clothes, yep. buying them food, befriending them, um, and there's a debt. They, they're they not doing that for your benefit. They're mm-hmm. doing that because now they have something that is owed. Yep. You're never going to get out of it. The debt just keeps increasing. Yeah. yeah. So she had to escape. Mm-hmm. And – Sally helped her, and in doing that, she risked her life, and she gave her life for her. They ended up killing Sally. Yes, they did. And that was that was tough to watch, too. I'm like, oh, my gosh, the only – and I don't know if she knew that she died. I mean, she probably knew if she escaped and Sally helped her what could happen. Yeah. I have in my notes, Dr. McSteamy, why are you doing these things? You're so <laughs> cute. What are you doing? Well, it's sad, though, how, you know, someone can look so good but have an evil heart. Yeah. And he definitely yeah. was one of them. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I agree. And the things that he did. And, you know, then the next thing in the, the movie. She boards a ship. Mm-hmm. So she, she was in away. Boston. She was in Boston, yep. And then she goes to California. Yes. Fleeing. She gets in with these other ladies. And they decide, they kind of come up with this idea, well, hey, they're either going to take this from us or we can have them pay it us for this. Right. So they kind of make this little ring a prostitution in the ship. Yeah. So it's kind of sad where she goes right back to what she was fleeing from because that's all she knows. Oh, it was, you know, horrible conditions. Yeah. It I was. can't even I imagine. I can't even imagine the stench and the... Un- you and I were talking about it. Yeah. And the smell. I don't think the movie hit it. They did a really good job at bringing that out and I just, oh. Yeah. Ugh. I can't for even... so many weeks you're on that ship. And these women, you know, doing that and then I guess she ended up taking the money. It looked like. She did, yeah. yeah. And then she gets off the ship right out of the harbor, and she is robbed. These women literally beat the crap out of her, Mm -hmm. and they rob her. So, again, she can't trust anyone, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean. Which, I mean, she wasn't in the right to steal all their money, but she was doing what she felt she had to do. Yeah. Oh, she did steal it, didn't she? That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. And they were not happy about it. No, they they (laughs) beat her up and took it back. Yeah. Yeah. So then she's left destitute on the street. Yep. Nothing, no one, and then she's taken in by Duchess. Again, she's in a brothel, mm-hmm. and again, she owes a debt. But she doesn't know it. Right. You find out later that she thinks, well, I'm just kind of here until I want to leave. Like, it's on my terms. Right, and I think Duchess does a great job of allowing those women to feel like they're empowered to be mm-hmm. prostitutes. The reality is they're in a brothel. They have a debt over their head. She's never going to let them go. She's owned. And she discovers that a while in when her friend's like, hey, (laughs) this is not what you think it is. Yeah. Okay. So we're up to current state now. Mm -hmm. We're in California. We're in paradise. Mm -hmm. But they spell it as pair of dice. dice. Yeah. I had a hard time with that. I'm like, come on, please give us the right spelling. Yeah. That was kind of funny. We had subtitles on. So just in case we missed anything. We did. And I'm like, yeah, give me the right spelling. I have one. I have one ask. Give me the right spelling. Okay. It's not too um, so cut to now we're in current day and we meet Michael, mm-hmm. my favorite yes. part. <laughs> That's right. Like I said, the whole time we were watching it, every time he would come on the scene, just like, oh my gosh, he's so hot. He is hot. Okay. <laughs> First of all, it takes a lot of work. Casting director, mm-hmm. great job. God, great job. <laughs> Visually, you got it. Yes. I'm invested. <laughs> I <were>. turned <laughs> to April and I said, this movie is two hours and 15 minutes. I don't care if it sucks. <laughs> I'm watching this. 
And really, right. you know, for a two hour and 15 minute, it did not feel like that at all. It didn't. No. I was like, I was just so in. Like, I didn't even want to pause it to like go to the bathroom or make popcorn. I was just like, we're watching this till the end. We were in, we were so invested. Yeah. We were laughing, crying. I, yeah, it was the gamut we ran, the spectrum of emotion. So yes. it's a good – that's how you know it's a good movie. Yes. Two hours and 15 minutes. I know. Again, I watched it for very different reasons than you watched it. <laughs> um, okay, so Michael's in the scene. What's – I think the backstory on him was so short. I mm-hmm. think really it was about Angel slash Sarah's backstory, the buildup, because mm-hmm. her character was a lot – a lot grittier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael is this very sweet, um, very hot guy. He comes onto the scene, right? We meet him. Mm-hmm. I think they did a great job. And ladies, you tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, you tell me. <laughs> so we meet Michael. He's really cute. He's The first scene, I think, is him in a church mm-hmm. praying for God to let him meet his wife. Mm-hmm. Ah, you have me, Michael, okay? Yes. You have me. Um, He's also praying that for some of her physical attributes, mm-hmm. which was Lovely. hilarious. <laughs> See? So if the movie went there, I can go there. Yeah. All right? Um, he was praying for her to be hot, for her to be good looking. <laughs> yes. And he also is, we learned that he's a farm owner. Mm-hmm. He's a handyman. He's handy around the house. Yeah. He's checking all. <laughs> all the boxes that we hypothetically would have. Okay? You're mm-hmm. good looking. You're a God-fearing man. You're a handyman. In present day, you are a farmer, so you probably own a truck. You've just checked all the boxes. All right. Yeah. Although I have heard some people that are like, this is too fake and this is too this and too that. I feel like they were trying to depict where there is a good and healthy man out there. I I do too. There are some, yes, and today and back then there were not good men, but there are good men that actually follow after God and have good hearts. And so I don't think they were trying to be fake. I don't either. I feel like they were just trying to, and again, this was written from a perspective that the author was trying to show through this man, the love of God. I agree. Yeah. And so, yeah, sometimes I guess people could be like, oh, I want to find a guy like that. And it seems like there's no one out there. He's out there. His name is Tom Lewis. (laughs) Go, go get him. Do we have his Insta? No. That's a little creepy. Just going to say. Is that, is that too creepy? Just a little. All right. Listeners, you can tell us. I'm I'm on board to contact him, but you can tell us, okay? Just kidding. All right. Um, next, how do they meet? What's their meet scene? So she actually didn't meet him right away. He saw her on the street. He did, and noticed her, and it's like, God, you got a sense of humor. (laughs) How funny was that? Where the the gentleman next to him, he's like, who's that? Like love at first sight. And he's like, oh, she's a prostitute. He's like, God, excuse me, (laughs) sir. What are you doing? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then she doesn't meet him till he decides to pay for her time. mm -hmm, The only way that I can see her is to pay. And he actually had to pay double for her time because for her, she was the most sought after prostitute in the whole area. Yeah. And so there was a lottery system where you had to draw her oh, name. Oh, I can we just mm-hmm. take them through what that looks like? Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. So there is a lottery system in California for these gold miners who are poor mm-hmm. um, because none of them have struck it rich. Right. So they're standing outside, mm-hmm. just to give you some visual content, outside yeah. with white tickets to see if they're going to win a lottery to spend the night with... Not even night. Sometimes it was minutes, probably. <laughs> well, yeah. Spend minutes, <laughs> minutes with the most sought-after mm-hmm. prostitute. That is... I, I, yeah, I was very shocked that they had that kind of system. Yeah. I don't know if that's real. I don't I know. I guess we'd have to look into that. I'm not sure. But I do know that they would throw their money away on prostitution and on Money they didn't have. And, Yeah. Uh, the saver mm-hmm. in me was like, what are we doing, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. Start saving. <laughs> I know, but a lot of them didn't have wives out there. They were all alone. And, <laughs> and they were losing their minds. Yes, they were. And so they go to the only place that <clears throat> they think that they can get their needs met. Good time. Yeah. Good times. It's not fun. It's so not. here he is, this God-fearing man going into a brothel. Yeah. But not for the reason that we would think. Well, and I like how it showed – 
he was going in as an innocent, right? Mm -hmm. He's, we know he's not going in to pay Mm -hmm. for what others are going in to pay for. But I also liked how that really showed, um, where the love of God would go anywhere, Mm -hmm. right? You and I are, are believers. Mm -hmm. And I think it really just showed, Hey, I'm willing to go anywhere, even to the last place on earth that you Mm -hmm. think that I would go. Right. Because I love you so much. And, we found out that that is a brothel, mm-hmm. yeah, a very disgusting place yes. back then. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, she was very like, whatever, when he came in and was like, oh, I just want to talk to you. And yeah. she's like, oh, Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> you were how like every times, other guy. How many times have you heard that? Not just wanting to talk. Let's just do what you need to do and yeah. leave, you know? Yeah. Because she was really hard-hearted. I mean, like I said, she had to do this to get hard-hearted and to be able to make it through her life. Yeah. And so when he comes in, and then was it that time that he posed to her right no, off the bat? No, it the... was the third. He okay. Pro- so I have in my notes, he came by three times. Uh-huh. She was like, can you please leave me alone? And mm-hmm. he said, can you marry, will you marry me? Yeah. I I literally was like, marry him, girl. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get, out. get out of this place. What are you doing? But again, I think at that time, that was before she knew that she was owned. Yeah. She thought she yep. was like living this life of I own myself and I can do what I want and I'm the prettiest. And so she got in this mindset from everything that she lived through and all these things that she – and also maybe she didn't feel worthy. I don't think she did. You know? I mean, she'd been through so much. Well, and, and then people were like, oh, you don't want to go be a farmer's wife and have to work and do all this stuff when you can just get everything taken care of and have all these beautiful silk that you're wearing and stuff. And so she let those kind of distorted thinking keep her. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's Tom Lewis. I'd go yeah. be the farmer's wife. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, guys. <laughs> in a flash. Yeah. All right. Cut to. She said yes. No. Um, so she, again, said no. Mm-hmm. And he had to leave. He was only in town very shortly, very briefly. Mm-hmm. He had to go back to the farm. He ends up. Yeah, it's like a 20-mile yeah, horse ride. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes a long time. It's yeah. not like our cars. You ain't yeah. going nowhere fast. No. Um, so he goes back. She's still working in the brothel. She goes to Duchess and is saying, mm-hmm. I want my her. money. Mm-hmm. Duchess is like, uh, you have a debt mm-hmm. and you are, I'm not I'm empowering you to do anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere. Stay You're the hair. top producing prostitute mm-hmm. um so basically you're staying because i'm making a lot of money off you you know mm-hmm. and right. so they get into a real bad fight her lackey is that what he this yeah just weird grungy oh. lap dog man yes what was his name mcgowan or mcgowan or something yes like that? oh and he was always wanting something from her yeah something and to hit her and do all this stuff anyways and who knows what else and so finally always before duchess protected her because she was a top and so now she's like yeah do whatever and he beats her so severely so trigger warning again she's beaten they did a good job oh my i i was like was like i don't know how much more of this i can watch and you know because back in the day the movies were like oh you could tell it was makeup and stuff but she looks She's messed up. Definitely looks like she got. Uh, I mean, she's just the from her life. Yeah, yeah she's. She can't move. Ribs are broken. Mm-hmm. Faces completely messed up. Yeah. Um. That was that was tough. It was. So what happens next? So then into this scene, you know, I think it shows Michael waking up in a sweat, like he'd had a dream, or maybe something is what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, not that kind of thing, Miss Joe. I was winking. Yeah, I winking at me. No, thank you. It's fine. I think that he was just had her on his mind, maybe, yeah. and from that dream, and so he goes into town and he finds out what happened to her, and he's like. She's not going to stay here. But, you yeah. know, he always was a gentleman and he always let it be her choice. So he didn't just, you know, back, you're coming with me. He always wanted it to be her choice if she married. See, I missed this. Did he ask her again? And yes. she yes. said yes, finally. Yes. Okay. Well, she was I being the Pope laying there and yeah, he did. And so she's, will you marry me? And he said, or she I said, think out yes. of desperation though. Like she well, was she had not nothing left. And now she realizes that she has all this debt and she really, she's never getting out. Yeah. She's and in now trouble. she just got beat up. Yeah. And so, yeah, she really has nowhere else to go. And yeah. so she thinks, well, okay, I'll just escape with him for a while and regroup because this marriage isn't really a marriage to her. Right. 
So I have, then, I'm reading my notes right now, and I yeah. have, he asked this woman three times to marry him, and she said no. Yes. And then he still came yes. back. And you know what? That speaks again to me of God and his persistent love. I and mean. he will not give up, and he will chase us down until we say, okay, God. Can you imagine? Enough. I mean, for the for the fellas out there listening, one rejection is tough. <laughs> but You're going to yeah. ask again mm-hmm. twice and get two more mm-hmm. and then still ask? I mean, yeah. this man is – got to give him credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because not most people are going to be like, fine. And I mean, Can like- I tell you one secret? <laughs> yes. I, well, it's not a secret now. Let's, <laughs> tell, let's just tell secrets. My husband asked me once and I said, no. Oh, my god. And he did ask me again. Oh, see. He's, he's listening to this oh, so I can say god. that. So – See, he's even better than Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted the listeners to hear that. All right, moving on. (laughs) So we go to the next thing where he takes her out to the farm. He does. And he lovingly helps her. (laughs) I have no. (laughs) No no farming for you. No farming for me. Especially back then. Yeah. That would be super hard. I mean, nowadays, at least we have things that help us a lot. Yeah. It was definitely brutal work. And of course, right now, at this point, she is too weak and beat up to do anything. Yeah. So he just lovingly helps her. He's very respectful. He, you know, helps her wash. Does it that when she, he washed her feet or that was at another time? I think no, he, he did. He did wash her. He did wash her feet. Oh no. She no, tries to, she that tried was to later run away. when she tried yep. to run away and then he went and he followed her. And, but yet again, and this was after she was better and she was well enough to be able to go to town. And so she decided, I'm going to go. I don't need to be here. <laughs> yeah. She's done. Yeah. Yeah. And so she decides to go walk. Well, he goes and follows her and finds her. But then he's like, you can come back if you want. But you he leaves it well. up to her. You have free again. will. And again, a representation of, of God mm-hmm. and free he will. force us. And so she, you know, finally, <laughs> finally, like some of us take a long time. Yeah. But she finally came back and um, he was just so sweet and so kind. And then she, she was always like, well, I owe this debt. And so to her, what does she need to do to pay that off? Right. She thinks that there's a price and mm-hmm. the price is the work she's been doing. Yep. And he's like, no, I don't want it to be that way. It's not that to me. I want it to be when you're ready and I want it to be when you love me. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one thing that we'll get into maybe a little bit later, maybe right now, is that scene that does happen. With his brother. Before we do that, mm-hmm. I have just about being on a farm and having <laughs> to do the work. This looks horrible. <laughs> that's what she Michael, like. <laughs> you are cute. This life looks horrible. But you would you would do it for someone as hot. I don't know. No, I don't but. know. I think I may. I think I may decide. I'll. I'm gonna stay in the city. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you had to go back to that life, no, oh, I would okay. not. No, I'm. He paid off her debt mm-hmm. with the understanding, obviously, that he wants to marry her. Yeah. But I also have. Could we live in the city? Do we have to go back to the farm? <laughs> yes, but that was how where he made his money. So it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and then I thought we have to go back real fast and say, I thought it was funny that as soon as she said yes, they married immediately. Oh, they called in the yes. priest like there was no tomorrow. No. In his like, mind, he's like, get him in here. <laughs> Who is he? Is yep. he even registered? It's fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love that too. Yeah. He's like, come on, where is he? I know. And so we're kind of going all over the place here, I know, but just as things come to mind of different aspects and things. And a few times she just decides she's not worthy. Yeah, she does. She she keeps running away. She does. And, you know, this again. This poor man. It's, again, the author did it as an allegory, again, of showing God's persistent love for us and how he would pursue her. Yeah. But then there was a time where he said, and every time, it's her choice. Yeah. And he left it up to her. And so that was, I mean, and then there's a really hard scene on one of the times that she leaves. Oh, let's talk about. Can mm. we talk about her? His brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. He's gross, right? <laughs> yeah, we can say I would that. Say it's pretty gross. He does repent later. He gives but... her a ride, mm-hmm. and then expects something from her. Mm-hmm. The thing that she's always given, and so she decides. You know, again, this is rooted in her not feeling worthy. Yeah, because the reason that she always runs away is because she thinks that Michael deserves better. 
And so in one of them, you know, she's like, well, the first one was like, I just want to get out of here. I don't want to be on this farm. Mm -hmm. Then the other one was, you know, she had self-doubt. They were doing good. And then this brother-in-law comes. Yep. And he remembers. He recognizes And recognizes her. her. Oh, that scene. Yes. And how he calls her every horrible name. And then he's like, you know, Michael doesn't know who you really are. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, he does. He actually yeah. came. He doesn't and believe he her. he pursued me. No, doesn't believe her. He makes her feel about two inches tall. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of goes back into that old way of how she had to be to protect herself. Yeah. And then you see Michael in the barn with Paul, the brother-in-law, and after Paul says a few things and tells him the truth and Michael's like, I know I went and got her from a brothel. And yeah. Paul's like, what? And then he calls her some choice names and Michael punches him. Yeah. Like, I have, I will tell you what I wrote. Hold on. It was funny at the time. Let's see if it still is. <laughs> Paul gives lip and gets clipped. <laughs> <laughs> that is very that, accurate. <laughs> what's it? Michael beats him up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, bye Paul. And he's like, you're not going to talk to my wife. Yes. Or about my wife like that. Yes. You know, but then Paul kind of gets into her head in a way. But then even that wasn't the breaking point. It was, wasn't it when that other family came? So they take in stragglers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a beautiful daughter mm-hmm. that the the family has. Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. She's very kind. innocent. Mm-hmm. She's kind. She doesn't have the history that mm-hmm. Angel slash Sarah has. Mm-hmm. And so Angel really feels like this should be the person that Michael's Michael like. marries. Mm-hmm. I think we do need to add that um, Michael wants a family. Mm-hmm. He makes that very clear yes. very early on. He's like, listen, <laughs> I love you. And I We're going to have some babies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he doesn't know. That she cannot have children because of trigger warning. Again, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about um, some very hard. some very hard stuff mm-hmm. around uh, pregnancy or termination mm-hmm. of pregnancy. Yeah. And she early on under Duke's brothel mm-hmm. gets pregnant mm-hmm. um, accidentally. And he forces her to undergo a procedure that leaves her very scarred and yeah. barren. Or and no, they said, not barren. Well, they said that she wouldn't be able to have kids. Yeah. So it would be, yeah, barren. Yeah, so and, she can't have kids. So yeah. she's she tells Michael, I mm-hmm. cannot give you a family. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Oh. And then he's just like, I just love you. I just want <laughs> you. I don't care. Like, we'll figure all that out, you know? It doesn't really matter to me. All this that matters man, is you. You just get <laughs> an award, Michael. You do, Okay. I know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's all her self-doubt and all the things from her past yep. that were haunting her. And so, you know, over time, she just starts thinking, Michael deserves more than me. She does. Better than me. And so she eventually decides, you know what? I'm going to let him live that better life. Yeah. And so she writes a letter, I think, to him and then to, I think, Miriam. Miriam, yeah. Name? She self-sacrifices mm-hmm her her marriage so yeah. that he could have a better life yeah. with children mm-hmm. again not thinking she's worthy right so then she decides to leave yep and oh was this before though what didn't her and paul before this and then she actually they got forgiven yeah she ah. was forgiven again he oh, just keeps goodness. forgiving her So I think this was before we're trying to get our timeline all right because there is an episode that again is going to be very hard to watch of paul as we said, having Angel do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he was – they. I, he went and he sought her out and he fought for her in that again, brothel. Again. There was and, a few times. Yes. So, suffice it to say, she escaped – or not, not escaped, escaped. She left she a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time she left for good. Yeah. She gets a job working as a cook. That's Mama's awesome. cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for you. I can't cook. I also <laughs> said No. <laughs> Job. I, I don't know. I can do a few things. Uh, <laughs> you can do a lot. <laughs> like, no. So she cooks. Duke finds her. He's been mm-hmm. looking this whole time. Yeah. Unbelievable. Dr. Yeah. McSteamy. Again. <laughs> stop. How could you? Just stop. Yes. So then his lackey decides he has him go and set her business. On fire. On fire. Yeah. And then he comes to her and then she's like, I'm not going with you. That is done and passed. And yeah, she's finally getting to a place where mm-hmm. she has self-worth. She's built some confidence. Yeah. 
and with Michael loving her too, mm-hmm. I think that really helped. And so she's like, no, I'm not going. Well, then he says this older gentleman that she's been doing and helping, he's been helping her with a business and actually started and helped her start the business of cooking. He threatens his life and says, well, I'm just going to have him go kill him. Then. Yeah. And she knows that he'll go he'll do it. with it. And so she has no choice. Right. So she goes back. Yeah. But the best scene probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have so a few. Be- yeah, mm-hmm. I have a few best scenes. What are your top three best scenes? Well, hold on. Let's okay. Fi- <laughs> we will go into that. Let's finish out. Mm-hmm. Like, because the story, the ending's coming. It's so good. So she is in the brothel. She sees Duke, a.k.a. Mr. Mm-hmm. Dr. McSteamy, doing some really horrible things to other little girls. She remembers mm-hmm. her past mm-hmm. trauma. She knows what's going to happen to them. Yeah. Um, she, in the middle of going back in a performance, uh, mm-hmm. prays. Yeah. And gets saved, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yes. And through that, she is led to mm-hmm. go out to the men that are waiting mm-hmm. with tickets. Again, disgusting. Yeah. Um, and tell them what Duke is mm-hmm. doing. Truth. All the horrible realities that she's forced into it. They don't mm-hmm. want to be there. Mm-hmm. I think that was a... That was something that we really want to be transparent about is the movie was great about saying this is not these women wanting to do right. this work. They have not chosen this mm-hmm. life. They are forced into this and then they are kept into this, which yeah. is so important for us to know. It's definitely a slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she reveals the truth. Mm-hmm. She tells all these men who are waiting with tickets in their hand to have mm-hmm. a night with her what he's doing. Little girls. Yeah. My yeah. only thing here mm-hmm. is these men attack Duke because he's what we would call a modern day pedophile. Yeah. But it's like it's okay to do it if they're over 16. Sir. Like, no. <laughs> you are – are we calling the kettle black? Yeah. You're standing in line with your golden ticket yes. like it's Willy Wonka <laughs> about to – have a night with these women that are 16 or older, but you draw the line when it comes yeah. to children, which it's all yeah. horrible. Yeah. I just, in yeah. my notes, mm-hmm. I have, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> you're suddenly so mad yeah. as you're standing in line to go to the chocolate factory. Okay, sir. Yeah. Back up. <laughs> but also it was horrible what they were doing. Yes. I just definitely. have, we, we've chosen a time to draw a line in the sand that doesn't seem <laughs> right, sense. do we? <laughs> but- Thank God it did because they ended up going after him. Yeah, he's done. Angel was able to get away. Yeah. Hang Duke so he can't come after her anymore. Yep, and by McSteamy. other little kids. <laughs> right. He cannot hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Angel's not enslaved anymore. No. What happens next is my favorite part, so mm-hmm. you tell him. It is so awesome. So, again, she could have gone back to that. She could have a lot of women. They would actually start their own brothels. Yes, because that's all they knew and that's all that they felt they could do. Yep. So she, again, the whole redeeming love that Michael showed her and that and that God showed her and that she's worthy and that she is redeemable and that she is lovable right yeah. where she is. That she doesn't have to be anyone other than she is. It was so good. <sighs> so great. And so then she decides to go bestow that love. Like I'm getting tingles. I know. She bestows that love You really on are others. getting tingles. I am. I'm like, like wow. You're so excited. Because it just shows, again, me the love that God has for us and how then he wants us to go and show it and share it with the world. Yeah. And so she does, she actually starts and I don't know if she got money or something, how she actually is able to start this. It doesn't really, it go. doesn't say it just yeah. says three years later. So guys, Michael's sitting there still waiting. I am shocked. On the farm. I literally drew breath in and turned yes. it from like, I am three, three years. <laughs> and I'm like, Sometimes it takes us a long time. It does. And sometimes there's a journey and sometimes there's a finding ourselves, and sometimes there's a helping others along the way. Yeah. And that's what she, she does. She turns this time and the whole time she's here thinking that Michael's happily married with Miriam. She and did. She gave. She sacrificed her yep. dream, her perfect man that all of us would definitely say is a perfect uh, man. Yes. And she wanted to give him the gift of a of children and a better life, which yep. she thought wasn't hers. So in the meantime, though, she doesn't waste her time. No, she's, she's growing and she starts this business. And I don't, was it Magnolia or what it was called? Oh, uh, Mary Magdalene. Oh, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Oh my gosh. School yes. For women yes. for rehabilitation. So all the girls and women like her that have had this life forced on them and all these hard choices that they had to make and that are ostracized by the world have a place to come. 
You used ostracized. Girl. I did. Okay. <laughs> I wow. Know. We are pulling I out the big I read my dictionary. Big... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling out some big we words are. to finish this up. Uh, yeah. I Okay. Mm. Favorite part in the ending. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. Can I, am I allowed to <laughs> yes. say it? Okay. I mean, I'm literally getting goosebumps, too. I was ugly crying. Michael is still waiting. The brother, Paul... Uh, they have an interaction where they both decide to forgive each other mm-hmm. for what happened. He's yeah. not disgusting anymore. He actually reveals he married Miriam because Michael is still waiting. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. at home waiting for Angel yeah. to come back. I mean, this man is just yes. – <laughs> he is a hero if I've ever mm-hmm. seen one. Number one. And he's so faithful. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the song comes on. I don't think I don't think we can share the song with you yet. No, it, it we can share it, can't we? Mm-hmm. We just can't play it. Yeah. So it's Lauren Daigle's, Daigle's mm-hmm. Rescue. Yes. As soon as that song comes on. I mean, I'm disgustingly bawling. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even funny. And you're bawling. Yes. I'm looking at you, then I'm bawling harder yes. looking at you. <laughs> and I'm like, is this gonna happen? It does, folks. Yeah. We see her like the last scene. Oh, I'm getting chills too. Mm-hmm. She gets there she's got this glow of being reformed and rehabilitated and confident and she loves herself michael sees her on the plow i also wrote i don't know what that thing is or what it does it looks really (laughs) hard um and obviously it's hard for him because it breaks and then i was like oh yeah michael i guess he's not perfect yeah (laughs) michael Uh excuse me (laughs) it broke yeah okay um so she goes after him he's at the thing that broke the plow thing and he's very frustrated obviously it's hot mm-hmm. and they reunite mm-hmm. she puts on the wedding ring he knows she was gonna come back he had known he gave her free will mm-hmm. they kiss last scene she mm-hmm. is pregnant and yes. their little boy is yes. fishing and that's one of the things that he had asked for is a wife that likes to fish. And oh, I missed that. Yeah, and through the movie, he That's one like, of the things my husband asked for. He <laughs> did, did he not get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Keep praying. <laughs> so, yeah, the ending is awesome, and it just made me smile and think of that, how, like, at first she hated fishing, and actually she was not a good Same girl. fisherman at all or fisherwoman, and then at the end, like, she actually is enjoying it and they're doing it as a family. Yeah. And so it was just so cool. And how like all the things that he prayed for, she was not a perfect woman. And he, even though it's portrayed as he's a perfect guy, he's not. No. He's still human. He still has his He faults. did get upset. Yep. And it did, you know, go through a little bit of his history and how he was raised on a plantation and different things like that. It did. Yep. And, you know, and how he had to make those hard choices when he was growing up. But so again, she was not perfect you know, sometimes we think, oh, our prayers need to be answered in this way. God didn't answer, like, give him this just, like, amazing, beautiful, awesome woman without scars, without a story. Right. She was still amazing. She was still beautiful, but she had a story. But she learned and grew and helped and loved through that. And she did. so amazing. And, and like, it was just so good. Yes. I We were crying, but I was so happy. Yeah. I, w- I had a lot of emotions. Okay. So we closed out the story. So good. Now, mm-hmm. what's your favorite scene? What is that what you were going to ask me earlier? Yeah. I was going to say, what was your favorite, like, top, like, three scenes or something like that? I would have to say, like, you know, the ending, definitely, because it's just, like, wow. And just – and even the, the one where he's crying over her when he oh, – That broke me. Forgiving. I can't watch grown men cry. It no. breaks me. Something about it. But how he forgave her. And this is, I'm talking about when you watch the movie that there's a scene where he's in the barn and she watches. And this is after he had found out and learned the truth that he's she crying. had been with Paul, the yeah. brother-in-law. Yeah. And instead of, you know, getting angry and throwing things at her or anything like that, he accepts her. He loves her. And then he cries over her. Yeah. And he forgives her and he moves on and he forgives Paul. And just the gift of that. It's just so amazing. So that was actually probably one of my favorites. And then she's crying just seeing what she put him cry, Mm -hmm. And how, you know, God cries with us. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. 
through it all. And he loves us through it all, through all of our mistakes, all the ups and downs. And so that was one of my favorites. And then the ending with the whole fishing things, that made me think of how just God doesn't give us perfect, but he works it out. Yeah. And he gives us what we need. And the picture was so great. It yeah. wasn't a perfect ending. No. There was so much to get to that. Mm-hmm. So much that was dark and yeah. nasty and gritty. Like real life. And gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they had a great ending. And, you know, and their story can echo on. Yeah. And with their kids and all the broken things that she experienced, they didn't have to stay broken. I know. And I know that she probably gave back into that Mary Magdalene house. Yeah. And kept that running. It didn't really show or say that, but I'm assuming that they had someone take over and run it. Yeah. I sure. Yeah, I think we just added that context. <laughs> We're like, Did, what about the school? Exactly. So I'm assuming, and I'm sure they went into more detail in the book about that, but they did have to have an ending at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I I think my favorite scene, I love the ending. Um, I also love, I actually like if we go all the way back to the beginning of the story where Michael is going to the brothel house mm-hmm. each night. And I love how they're just building their conversation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't push. He's not. She's completely cruel to him. I was like, girl, back off. <laughs> yeah. What is your problem? But I know that, you're I all mean, over there getting mad. I will like, settle down. <laughs> she needs to calm down. He's just trying to be nice. Um, I love how also he paid double. So can you mm-hmm. give him some time? Yeah. Like, geez. Um, I mean, he wasn't rich. Farming is not a rich, usually a profitable thing, like especially right off the bat. He could have had some money, but he wasn't like rich. Right. So him doing this. He paid double mm-hmm. three nights to talk to you. You couldn't even give him a nice sentence. Yeah. Like, and then he gave money then at the end to pay for her. Yeah. Which was probably everything he had. It probably was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And him to her back. So, yeah, that was an amazing scene. Too. I thought it was just very well done mm-hmm. how they were building the conversation. Building mm-hmm. the love really lightly. It wasn't mm-hmm. like what I can't stand in some of these movies today. And I get it. But like mm-hmm. 30 seconds in, we've got the whole love story. And oh, it, there's no development. There's no buildup. It's just we're expected to know that these two love each other. Yeah, and I'm really. like, that's not even real. <laughs> <No>. Excuse me. <laughs> love at first sight. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I mean, I think they did a lot at love at first sight mm-hmm. in this too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just loved I loved how they did that. It was just mm-hmm. so well well played. The writing was so mm-hmm. good. The love was very um gentle but real. Mm-hmm. Like it was a real I keep saying gritty, but that's yeah. the word that comes to mm-hmm. mind. It was a real gritty story. It had depth, mm-hmm. it had warmth. You were laughing, you were crying, mm-hmm. you were on a roller coaster. I remember you and I both were like, Do you want to make popcorn? I was like, I have to find out what's happening. <laughs> yes. Like, didn't even pause it once. What just, just happened? Yeah. So I think, I mean, do we end it here? Well, just I was going to ask you so if you had a worst scene, what would that be? A worst scene? Like, yeah. Because we did our like couple favorites. Like, oh, would there be one that you're just kind of like, Mine would probably be like, I'm kind of a prude and so certain aspects you of the marital yes you approve <laughs> I never folks don't it's not something to be ashamed of you are conservative <laughs> so for me a few of the scenes were a little on the risque side yeah i remember I, seeing you and so i was a little more uncomfortable I do like and i've i've heard other people's opinions and some people think that christians shouldn't even watch this movie yeah I kind of took it again from that different side and like kind of try to analyze like why did they put this in there? Was I uncomfortable? And maybe they shouldn't have shown maybe quite so much in my opinion. That's my humble opinion. But others. is that your opinion <laughs> that they shouldn't have shown so much? In my opinion, yes. I'm on the oh. whole opposite end of the <laughs> spectrum here. I'm very surprised by this. My my end of the spectrum is I'm totally fine. <laughs> see, see, folks, see, we got the. the and the yang. <laughs> is that inappropriate that I'm like, I'm fine. It's your feelings. <laughs> if they're inappropriate or not, it's left to be decided. I think my the scene that I did not like was um oh my gosh. That's a really good question. I think mm-hmm. I have I think I told you. Did I tell you what scene I did? I didn't like where that lackey guy, that beating was pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. I felt like for me, that was tough, right? Yeah. Like, 
I understand they had to put mm-hmm. it in. They, I mean, when they committed to going there, they, they went, went there. And that's kind of how I feel yeah. about the other scene as I was talking about. And <clears throat> I feel like they also felt like they had to put that in because they wanted to show the realness of everything. And then I felt like with the scene when that I'm specifically talking about is when Michael and Angel Sarah consummate their marriage. Yeah. And so for me, I'm kind of like, like that, I definitely would not watch with my parents. And so for me, it was a little awkward. But then I was analyzing, like, why did they put this in here? It is like a semi-Christian movie. And I'm like, maybe they were trying to show that even that could be redeemed. Oh, that's so you good. Know? Because yeah. she is coming from this horrible place where sex is only a bad thing. Yeah. It is only she a was. payment. It is only like she was a vessel for other men's pleasure. It was never about love. It was never about that. You know, in our marriage vows, we say we will worship each other with our bodies. It was never we do. that. Okay. <laughs> we, well, that was the olden days. I don't know if we do nowadays, but yes. I missed up. that. We are <laughs> not going to let my husband listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just FYI. Yeah. Stop no, right here. <laughs> I, stop it right now. We are editing that. Um, no, I think that that's such a great, mm-hmm. that's such a great way to see it. I didn't go that deep. You know that. I (laughs) saw it. I I told you everything I feel about that. So, no, I thought that – I think that's great. I thought the Mm -hmm. beating scene, they really went there. That was really tough to watch. Mm -hmm. I understand why they put it in. They did go a little bit further than Mm -hmm. I would have – And that's how I feel about the other Been comfortable. And I mm -hmm. think you – they went a little bit further down a path that you weren't Mm -hmm. necessarily comfortable watching or felt like they really went there um, and they could have maybe – Cut it a little early. Brought it back a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. No, agreed. But well, it's we not agree as to bad disagree. As, like, other movies out there. Yeah, we talked sure. about this. There yeah. are some shows where we it's just have to press the fast forward. Hard to I mean, stop watching it. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I felt like even though they did show the realness of it, they were still mindful in some aspects. Like they didn't show everything. Yeah. I thought about. they did great. Two thumbs up. <laughs> That is just it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that sums it up. We already rated it. Mm-hmm. We rated it a stud. Yep. I think we're agreed. So we don't have to get out the boxing gloves because not, we agree. Not this time, guys. Oh, but okay. Just nice time. Oh, we that's, don't know. <laughs> that's a sneak peek for, I think, what's coming up. I think mm-hmm. we are not agree- in agreement no, on I something coming. So. Yeah. We'll see. April's literally giving me the side eye. We are not in agreement. All right. Well, thank you so much. We love you. We are praying for you. Mm -hmm. We are so excited that you are now part of the HFO community. Mm -hmm. And April, do you want to take us out? Well, we will catch you guys next time. We are so happy that you joined us and found us in the midst of a thousand podcasts out there. You guys have a wonderful day and we will see you next time. Not sure yet what we're doing. But we'll keep you informed. We will. We'll see you in a week and a half. Don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) Bye, Bye, guys.